0: was doing a little bit of lifting, dropped the the dumbbells, and just had this brief moment of just getting super dizzy, completely off balance. Nothing happened the rest of the day, went home. The next morning, I wake up, and I can't even walk straight down the hallway. I am completely just just slanted into the wall, and you know, so I go to doctors, I'm in the emergency room for eight hours that day, they can't find anything wrong. Finally, someone says, hey, let's do an MRI of your head, just to rule anything out. And they come back after the MRI, and they said, we, we found a mass in your head, at, you have a brain tumor. Wow. Um, so that was when I was 19. Um, so, you know, went right into go mode of scheduling a surgery, had a 14 hour surgery uh, to remove it, uh, had um, over 30 radiation treatments uh, after that, over the next, you know, couple months to, to, to kind of take care of all that. But in the midst of that, um, I was contacted by a pastor. Uh, As a pastor that had been uh, kind of a friend of our family, a church that some of our family had gone to church to, you know, with for years, um, you know, found out about my situation. So he reached out to me and he said, "Hey, man, you know, you know, we're from this church, and and uh, we heard about your situation, and we just, you know, we we'd love to meet you, and we'd love to pray with you, and invite you to our service." And you know, the first thing that kind of went through my mind was, "This is awesome. I believe in God, you know, all that stuff, but I don't really want to get in the habit of." Having to go to this place every Sunday and miss out, you know, I was, I was wrestling, so sure. so working out, um, conditioning, uh, wrestling. It was just it was a huge part of my life, um, and I thought, man, I don't really want to have this commitment that I have to do every week. But you know what? I, I'll give it a try. Uh, so I went, um, and when I went, I saw um, people um, raising their hands. I saw people uh falling in love okay. with with this god with this jesus i saw you know dudes up there with guitars and drums and uh at my mind at the time i did not associate that with church in any way um so i thought like, i like this and the people were genuine the people were cool um i loved it i felt welcomed i felt loved it felt like family um so went to sunday service 2 days later had surgery um a week later was out of, out of the hospital and, and recovering and, and I decided to keep going back and that was, you know, almost 14 years ago now. And, uh, uh you know, just over that 14 years, I, I've, you know, grown in a community of people that love Jesus. Um, and with that group of people, I, I have come to fall in love with Jesus and I've seen him come through for me over and over again. And I, I'm on fire. For God and, and, and I'm excited to be here because I'm really excited. Um, I'm not necessarily discouraged about what's happening in the world right now. I'm actually excited um, because I think everything that's happening in the world right now, and the politics and the COVID thing, I think everything right now we're being set up with opportunities um, for the church to act and the church to be spurred to action, and, and that's what I'm passionate about and excited to talk about tonight.
1: You know, I think I think you're absolutely right, and. Uh... You know, that's an incredible story, by the way. But it's like, you know, God's Word says that he's close to those with a broken heart and a contrite spirit. Um, And I think and you know, most believers' lives, they came to a point of brokenness where, you know, they were out of options, done with themselves, and, you know, had no other place to look. And, you know, that uh, the world right now is providing the perfect platform for that of brokenness and people just coming to the end of themselves and, you know, this could be a... Great time for revival in this country,
0: yeah, I mean, just you know I know we've got some stuff to get into, but briefly, just really quick think of think of this past year, 2020. think of all the things that we 've seen just in this past year alone we 've seen you know this worldwide um, panic over this covid nineteen that 's out there you know it 's not even just nationwide, this is global, worldwide panic, fear, and shutdown we 've never before. Uh, seen anything like this that has completely shut down not just a country, not just a state but it's completely shut down the global economy All Right. Um, where globally people have been told to stay in their homes and not go out and businesses have shut down. We've never seen this before. So we have that and if that wasn't enough in the midst of that we've got um, mm-hmm. Sure. in the midst of that we've got this presidential election that we just came out of and, and, and tell you truthfully.
1: Well, welcome to, uh Well, that was interesting. Let's, uh, keep going here. Um, just kind of leave from where you left off for some reason.
0: Let me... I
1: don't know if the reception's might be the reception up here, so let me sign in sign into the Wi Fi here. Okay. It just cut out, so I don't huh. think we missed too much.
0: Good eye to catch that.
1: <laughs> yeah. all right guys sorry we had some uh, technical difficulties there the internet cut out on us but
0: we're back we're back all right we're back so i'm going to pick up where i left off so so not only we've seen this you know this worldwide uh panic fear uh economic shutdown uh all this stuff not only we've seen that um but we're also just coming out of this presidential election and uh you know according to me i don't think we're done with it yet um i think there's still things that god's wanting to do with it um but we've just come through this election where man, we didn't know what to believe. Um, we can't believe the mainstream media anymore. You can't, right. um, which we'll get into in a little bit, but all they do is report on uh, a crazy hardcore bias. The The mainstream media's job now is not to report the news. It's to report their agenda to you, to sway you in a specific direction. Um, so we went through this whole thing. People don't know what to believe. Um, and we have a guy in office right now in Joe Biden, who I heard it this morning, 35 to 50 percent of the population of the united states believe is in there fraudulently right so we're coming out of all this so 2020 is really a crazy year but it's setting us up people's attention is grabbed right now um and so people are not just going about their day-to-day lives right now people are stopped people are thinking um and that's a perfect place for god to to start moving
1: right absolutely um So just a few of the things. So that's kind of what I I kind of led right into, you know, the first thing I wanted to kind of talk about Mm -hmm. is, you know, there's a lot of different um, theories out there, a lot of different stories on, you know, what happened with the election, what's going on now. Um, Most recently, and it just kind of makes sense to me, um, from what I've heard and some different sources, that you know, a lot of people believe that, you know, when the National Guard was called in, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't called in by the president, it wasn't called in by Congress, but the Pentagon
0: mm-hmm.
1: um is what I've been hearing a lot of. Um, sure. that they are there. Um, basically Trump had made some statutory provisions to the insurrection act, which allowed the Pentagon to be able to move in, um, uh, calling the National Guard and you know they were a lot of people speculated that you know they were going to move in and start making arrests at noon on inauguration day yeah um then come to find out there was uh threats both foreign and domestic Mm. um there was worries of a civil war and putting us in a vulnerable vulnerable position if there were you know foreign attacks sure um so they decided you know that wouldn't be the best time Mm. to move in uh and then they're saying that you know that they're they're still planning on moving in. Um, they're just kind of waiting for his support yeah. b- to fall below thirty percent, so more people will be on board with them moving in, making arrests, so it doesn't cause an all-out civil war. I know that he was denied a government jet. Mm-hmm. Um, he he has his own security. Yeah. And he's been denied access to the Pentagon yeah. as far as getting intel. So it yeah. may, it makes sense that that would be what's going on. But you know, yeah. it's just a matter of time. We'll see. Sure. Um, I haven't really talked to you lately about this. Have you? What What have you heard or um, what do you know that's going on?
0: So there's a lot of information out there right now. Um, there's also a lot of disinformation out there right now, and I think the Correct. disinformation is. Um, not all of it, but I think a large part of it is probably purposeful. Um, disinformation being put out there uh, because there's, a, like I said, there's this whole thing has caught everybody's attention. The world, so the the entire globe, the entire world right now, their eyes are on the United States um, and what is happening. You know, even through this whole pandemic, people weren't looking at other countries. People were looking at, okay, what's the United States doing with the pandemic? And now with this election, people are looking at. You know, the president of the United States is arguably the most powerful man in the, on the in the world. People are looking what's going on in the United States, and so I think that information is the disinformation is out there to to get people confused, get people going down rabbit trails, yada yada. But we do know this: that every step of Joe Biden um, winning the election. I put that winning in quotations. Um, and being inaugurated, again, in quotations, into the presidency, every step um, had some sketchiness to it. You know, you have November 3rd, just to quickly go through it, you have November 3rd, uh, all of America goes to bed. President Trump is clearly winning um, by crazy amounts. People wake up the next morning and it's completely flipped. Right. Everything happened at night. <clears throat> um, when the poll watchers, the people counting votes, were told to go home, when all of America goes to sleep, um, that's when it flipped. Um, fast forward to January sixth, you know, you have all that chaos going on um, at the Capitol building. You know, Congress dismisses. Um, everyone kind of goes, hunkers down through all that mess. And when they finally reconvene, uh, Congress reconvenes at night, and the decision to make Joe Biden president happened in the middle of the night when all of America had gone to sleep. It was about 3.30 in the morning. Um, and then finally, you yeah, have the third step of this inauguration. No people there. No one's able to come. People can just watch from their television sets, but no one's there in person. And the entire thing is surrounded by military. Um, and like you said, you know, he shows up that day um, in a private jet instead of uh, a government Plane, which is traditional um, tradition for the presidents, right. the incoming president to receive a government plane or a military plane to be flown in that day, that didn't happen. Um, so there's a lot that went on with Joe Biden's uh, road to the White House. Right.
1: Not to mention, did you see the did you see the video <laughs> where um, where he was driving in and all the National Guards had their back to him? I did. And they tried to say the news tried to say that you know they were watching you know watching guard. But, you know, the yeah. military always salutes the president.
0: Yeah, the military salutes the president. And, and that's what I'm saying. You know, it's just one thing after another. And the media, which I know we're getting into, the media can keep saying, making up different narratives to explain different things away. But when things keep happening and nothing is consistent except for the inconsistency, you've got to start questioning things. You know, nothing about this man's road to the White House. Even the fact that, I mean, I was thinking about this the other day. Everywhere that President Donald Trump went, uh, every city that he went to, sometimes up to five speaking engagements a day in five different cities, tens of thousands of people would turn out. Every day, tens of thousands of people would turn out. Multiple times a day, all over across this nation. And the few times, few times, that Joe Biden went out, it was a parking lot, if that, full of people. Right. Yet we are supposed to believe That that man got 80 million votes, more votes than any candidate in U.S. history. Come on. Something's not right.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. There's, I I just don't see it. Um, Just from the signs that we've seen everywhere, the Trump signs and then the few Biden signs you see here and there. His rallies where there's, you know, uh, the one in Cincinnati, I think (laughs) there was... I mean, it's sad to say. I think there was like two people clapping when he walked up to the stage, and maybe less than a handful of people actually at the
0: yeah. at the thing. So, and, and when President Trump came to Cincinnati, it was about you know a year and a half, two years ago. Um, there was you know eighteen, twenty thousand people. Right. That so. showed up for that.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll, uh, shift gears a little bit here, though. I wanted to before we go into our main topic tonight. I kind of wanted to talk too. I just think that it's important that it gets out there um about the vaccines mm-hmm. so there's been i mean you can look on the internet um you won't find a lot of it on google if you go on duck.go some other sites sure there's just pages and pages and pages of people having adverse reactions um people yeah. dying people having seizures yeah um, going into anaphylactic shock and um You know, it's just something that it's, you know, just one of those things you don't see anything about. My aunt's a nurse, um, and, you know, she talked about, you know, Mm. how the dangers of it, how it's being, you know, trying to be forced upon essential workers. Um, There's a guy that I uh, listened to the other day. He works in a nursing home. Um, And all the time that the COVID was there, they had zero deaths. Mm. And since the vaccine started going in... They had people begin to drop like flies, you said. Wow. And uh, became basically delusional, didn't know where they were at, um, slurred speech, um, lost uh, basically facial facial paralysis. Wow. um, And deaths, and they said it was a super spreader event. Sure. But it happened right after everyone got vaccinated. Amazing. And it's just... I mean, it's just, uh, you know, kind of, it's going to go right into what we're talking about, the spirit of the Antichrist in America. Yeah. And basically, you know, how, you know, this is all, the people that are making the vaccine, it only benefits them. The more medical issues that they cause, the more money they make, so.
0: And you got to, you you know, you got to understand this too, you know, that a a normal vaccine takes between seven and 10 years to develop, all right? Uh, Now, that's not just you know, the initial development of a, a, an injection that's gonna get injected into your, into your body, that's forming the medicine itself, that's then um, multiple levels of, of trial to see its short-term effects, long-term effects, um, sim, you know, all that stuff. Seven to 10 years, what should take seven to 10 years, we did in nine months. And a lot of you are calling it a medical miracle, and I'm not saying it's not, it could be a medical miracle. But at the same time, again, we have to ask questions. we as Americans and as human beings in general, but really Americans we've got you know we're we're the Facebook generation, right anything we sh- we see on Facebook, boop, we just press share immediately without looking into the facts um and now we've we'll, we got to question things you know something that's supposed to take seven to ten years to develop just got rolled off the you know the line in nine months, and we're sticking that in our body. we've got to question that
1: right and And on the actual c d c website, I was reading this the other day among all the vaccine recipients asked to complete diaries of their symptoms during the seven days seven days after the vaccination seventy seven point four percent reported that at least one systemic reaction, the frequency of systemic adverse events was higher and younger than older um age group eighty two versus seventy percent Wow, so I mean. The amount of people that are having adverse reactions to this yeah. is between seventy and eighty percent.
0: Yeah. For by the way, for uh, a um, a disease uh, that has a ninety-nine plus percent cure rate. Right. Ninety-nine plus plus That means um, if there are a hundred people that get the thing, so let's say a hundred. Not everyone gets COVID. Not everyone gets COVID. Right. Not everyone has gotten COVID. But let's say a group of 100 people do get COVID, 100 people test positive for COVID, less than one in that group has a chance of actually passing away. 99 plus percent will fully, fully recover. Yet we are being told that this is the greatest tragedy to ever strike the earth.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy. I'm just gonna read just a couple of these real quick before we move over to the main topic. Um, uh, Deborah Limpo said, "If you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. If you don't want to get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine." I'm gonna tell people, I'm not gonna tell people to get it or not to get it. My experience with the vaccine was the most brutal experience I can imagine. Anaphylactic shock. I had seizures. I feel confused. I feel weird. I don't feel myself. I had CPR done. My heart was racing for one wow. minute to to the next, um, them not being able to find a heart rate. One minute I'm talking, the next minute I'm passed over, shaking, unresponsive. Yeah. Um, another person posted here, uh, I received the Pfizer vaccination on the 23rd of December. On the 3rd of January, it started with the symptoms, earaches, headaches, and some facial numbness. On the 4th, I was diagnosed with Bell's palsy. Wow. Wow. Now on nine days of steroids, and just now waiting uh, waiting game on full recovery. Um, you also see that uh, most recently, Larry King had passed mm. shortly after. Hank Aaron had passed shortly after the vaccination. Wow. Um, ER nurse said, uh, thank God I work in the ER. I went to work today at the hospital. I'm positive, positive this episode is from the COVID-19 vaccine. I had uh, tachycardia, my heartbeat was 239 beats per minute, I haven't felt right since, I got the injection on Tuesday, I have a headache ever since, I'll not be getting the second shot, this was my experience with the vaccine, I felt I should share it, and it. Yeah. And this is, I mean, there's thousands of these, Yeah. Uh, you're just not going to hear about it on social media, I read, um, I forget, it was another country, as soon as they started getting the vaccines, I think they had 58 deaths in a week. Wow. Um, and so it just goes on and on, but I mean, it's just, and this is not just with, you know, there's risk in all vaccines. Um, there's neurotoxins that they put in there for preservatives Yeah. and you know, there's, you know, it causes autism. Um, yeah, the, it's, uh, some of the different metals they put in there can cause dementia, Alzheimer's. So I mean, it's really it's really just something that people need to really be aware
0: of that the exactly. risk of taking it. Yeah, it's and that's the thing is, that, you know, I'm not really one to condemn vaccines to condemn people for taking them. All I'm saying is, think, be a critical thinker. Don't just take something because it's offered to you. Don't just believe something because you're told it's true. Think, ask hard questions with the information you're given, right. and then weigh out the risks.
1: Right. Absolutely. All right, so now kind of going into our main subjects here tonight. Oh, yeah. Um, A couple things here. We saw recently (laughs) that um Biden's new Assistant Secretary of Health is a transgender man. Um, He's also a pediatrician, which I don't know how I feel about that. But uh, needless to say, Dr. Rachel Levine um, Mm -hmm. says we'll bring, he's, uh, Biden said we'll bring steady leadership an essential expertise we need to get people through this pandemic, no matter their zip code, race, religion, sexual orientation, <laughs> gender identity, or disability, and yeah. meet the public rec- or meet the public health needs of this country at this critical moment and beyond," said Biden in a statement. Yeah, I was
0: just actually pulling that that quote up on my phone. Yeah. Oh, wow. what are your thoughts? On <laughs> so when I read that, uh, I read that this morning. Um, and what came to my mind is this. What in the world do sexual orientation and gender identity have to do with, you know, getting access to health and getting through this pandemic? Right. The question, or the answer is, they don't, all right? Now, zip code, okay, let's talk about that. If you live in certain zip codes, you may not have the best access to healthcare and we need to fix that, all right? Um, if you are you know, different races, and so usually what that means is you know, different parts of town that people live in or uh, different socioeconomic conditions uh, that different races you know, tend to be more prevalent in, that might affect your access to health care. Your sexual orientation and your gender identity have nothing to do with that. No one's going to deny you health care because of those two things, especially in the day and age we live in. So why did he put that in there? It's, not, it's because it, this isn't about COVID-19. This isn't about better healthcare. This is about an agenda. This is about the far left's agenda. When I say the far left, I'm not talking about Democrats. I'm not talking about just people that would say that they vote Democrat. I'm talking about a group of individuals who is bent on destroying this country, who's bent on totalitarian rule. That is the far left. That is the current administration that is in the White House. It's all about an agenda, so I really believe that uh, you know dr. dr. Levine um, was placed in that area might have he might have all sorts of great qualifications he might be great for the role, but I truly believe that you know the quote that you know Biden was uh, Joe Biden was um, quoted and saying and what we just read there it's all about pushing an agenda. it's all about. Right pushing the far left's agenda, the LGBTQ, the anti-God and what we're leading into the anti-Christ agenda.
1: Right. And then I saw the other day too. Um, So not only, you know, with that, then we have uh, Biden's, uh, they're allowing um, men to play women's sports. And not only that, um, I just saw yesterday that they're Allowing men to be able to enter women's restrooms and locker rooms. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's. And I, I will say this. this. To
0: so, guys, I want you to, to hear us on this. And this is one of those critical thinking things, right? This is all presented as gender equality. This is all presented as all this stuff, you know, under, under the, under the, the, the rows, under the gaze of, 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 of equality. This is not about equality. This is about creating a society. What that's going to do? When a man starts going into a women's locker room or vice versa, what's going to happen? Crazy stuff's going to start right. happening. Right. Absolutely. And this is what they want. Because the more chaos they can create, the more people in our society will cry out for help. And who's going to come to help? The ones who created the chaos, the government. This is a communist tactic. How do you how do you how do a communist take over a completely free country. You create a problem, you create chaos, and then when the people are crying out to the people, to the government, the government, the ones who created the chaos step in with the answer. They have the answer from the beginning, but they have to create the chaos to then get you to cry out to them so they can step in with the answer. That's how communists take over. Absolutely. So,
1: uh, now what do you, what do you think, um, led us to this point today that like why do you believe that the spirit of antichrist is so prevalent in america today
0: um really quick before i do that let me just quickly say what the spirit of antichrist is so by definition anti-christ it, it's anti-god uh it is a spirit all right so i'm not talking about a, a person here i'm talking You know, because we all, you know, as Christians and church, we all talk about you know the Antichrist person, and especially you've seen the Left Behind movies. You, you've got this picture of this Russian dude, you know, Vladimir Putin coming on this. You know, it's not right. The spirit of Antichrist is a is a spirit. It's a demonic, satanic spirit, Um, and it's anti Christ. It it means anti God. It's whoever Jesus is. It's anti everything that He is. You know, look at the Bible, see who Jesus was. The spirit of Antichrist is everything that is anti what he was. Um, So how did we get to this point, our country, right? How we got to this point, our country, is, is, um, you know, I heard a great quote this morning uh, from a pastor, I think he was from California, and he said, the number one thing that's wrong with America, it's not the radical left. You know, we expect the radical left to be crazy. That's who they are. Right. Right. especially as Bible-believing Christians, we know there's sinners out there because we were sinners before we got saved, so we know how the world thinks. But the worst thing that's wrong with America right now, it's not the radical left, it's a lukewarm church. Mm -hmm. And so how did we get to this place that we're in right now in America where the spirit of Antichrist is running rampant and it's setting us up for more and more evil? It's because the church has not been who God calls us to be first, at home with our own families. Um, Second getting involved with government like we should, getting involved in school boards like we should, you know, letting all of those things be ripped right out of our hands. Our country was founded on God's principles, on the Bible. Schools were founded on that. And over the decades, little by little, because we were inactive, we were, as a church, we were asleep, we were lukewarm. We allowed those things to be taken away. And our voice now has been silenced because we've been out of the picture for so long. And we, the church, has allowed America to be taken out of our hands, out of the hands of God, and into the hands of people who want to destroy it.
1: Right, and we're left with we're left without a choice. If America doesn't get back to those, you know, to its uh those core principles and its foundation, it's gonna fall. America was built on yeah. Christianity, um, you know, from the time it was founded in the Constitution, um, and without you know with us not being a Christian nation, it's not gonna stand, it's not gonna last.
0: Yeah, and, and two, I was thinking about this this morning with what you said there. Why is it so important that America succeeds or America falls right now? Well, why is it that when you turn on the news, you know, every once in a while you'll see this little tidbit of COVID numbers, COVID deaths in other countries. We don't really hear much of it, but you have a constant ticker of the COVID cases and COVID deaths in America. Uh, Why is that? Why is it that the entire world's eyes have been on America to see what we're going to do with the pandemic? Why is it that uh, the vaccine was created here? Why is it that the entire world is looking at our presidential election? It's because America has a significant role in the world. Where America goes, the world goes. America's destiny from its founding was to be a light of God's light to the nations, and that's why there is a war for the soul of our country right now, because if they take America, they take the world, and that's why the focus, that's why America is so important in this whole thing. You know, we are the significant nation in the world right now because where America goes, the rest of the world goes.
1: Right. Absolutely. Um, so. I we've had some discussions in the past um talking about um you know the LGBTQ movement yeah. uh the rainbow um sure. all those different things um so what what are some of the more predominant ways that you think we uh see the spirit of Antichrist working in America now I think so. And of if the- you want to kind of get into that you know, it's interesting with the rainbow and you know, yeah. How that's kind of used as, you know, outside Christ.
0: So let's get into this just, just for a brief second. So if you turn, turn to the, uh, Revelations, um, I think it's chapter four, don't quote me out, but I think it's chapter four. But in Revelations, uh, it describes John sees the throne of God. He gets his vision. He sees the throne of God. And it says, surrounding the throne of God is a rainbow. Surrounding the throne of God is a rainbow. Okay? Pause with me there and flip back to the Old Testament. Lucifer looks at God and he says to God, I will set my throne above yours. Remember, a throne is always a symbol of a kingdom. And he says, I will set my throne above yours. Well, in Revelations, we learn that above the throne of God is a rainbow. So when Lucifer said, I will set my throne above yours, he's saying, God, I'm going to make my kingdom above yours. And he's using what sits above the throne of God, a rainbow, which ultimately is light, right? That's all the colors we see in in the prism of, of light. And God is light. So the rainbow is a beautiful thing. But the enemy, Satan, has used the symbol that sits above the throne of God to mark his kingdom on this earth, the Antichrist, the Satanic kingdom. And we're seeing it there. Uh, We see the spirit of Antichrist in our schools today um, with the violence going on. And why is that happening? It's because we told God he's not allowed in our schools anymore. We don't seek his face. We don't pray. We don't even salute our own flag anymore, say the Pledge of Allegiance. We've not only turned our back on God, we've turned our back on our own country that's the definition of insanity when you've turned the back your back on your own home
1: yeah it's kind of funny it's a little off topic but uh so my wife said that our son the other day had to basically write a report on Mm -hmm. why um biden wasn't um voted in fraudulently wow and apparently he listens because he said no that's not true come on Three in the morning, four hundred. He got an extra four hundred thousand yeah. votes switched to him. Yeah, um, and he kind of went on uh, listening to kind of everything I talk about. So it was kind of funny.
0: That's good, <laughs> you know, and that's awesome. But that's part of it. The schools there's an antichrist agenda in the schools to get you know uh, kids to believe you know evolution. You know what's what? What does evolution ultimately lead to? All right, ultimately it leads to. You didn't have a purpose. Right. You weren't designed or created with a purpose. You were, a, you, were, you were happenstance. You were the product of chance. And so there's no meaning for you. You have no purpose. You have no identity. And ultimately, it doesn't matter whether you live or die. You will not affect anything. Right? So there's that being taught. There's the LGBT movement, which is gender identity. There's a reason the LGBTQ community has one of the highest suicide rates of any people group. There's a reason. It's because they're living like the Bible says, against nature. Right. It's again. this is not condemning the people. This is loving the people, but wanting to see them walk in freedom. And I've seen people I've known people that have been set free from that lifestyle by the power of Jesus.
1: Right. And, and it's with any any um bondage that we're in. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people misunderstand that that is we were created in Christ's image. Absolutely. And whether, you know, um you're And bondage, uh, and stuck in homosexuality or drug addiction or sex addiction or addicted to making money or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, it's based, we're just we're not living the way that christ created us to be absolutely and we're and all of us have a sin nature yes uh we were born into a broken world so we have a desire to please ourselves yeah and that's all it is um it's just you know these different things are a manifestation of sin absolutely so you know and i've heard you know people witness to uh lesbians before and homosexuals and you know drug addicts and it's all the same is that it is. it's not that you know that we're any different because a lot of them believe that they were born that way. Yeah. Well, we we were to a sense because we were born as sinners. Sure. And we were born um, with the desire to please our flesh. Absolutely. And to do whatever makes us feel good and it manifests itself in different ways.
0: Sure. Yeah, and we're seeing that, you know, at at a, at a really alarming rate. Um and you know, and then finally, you know, I think we're seeing the spirit of antichrist uh, in our country in this past year. Through uh, deception on a massive scale, um, and we're also seeing it through through the violence, uh, the hatred, the the confusion. You know, th- this year twenty twenty is has really turned America. The spirit of Antichrist has turned America against one another. You know, and a house divided cannot stand. Um, and so, this fear, this disinformation, uh, the deception, uh, the hatred, all the stuff has turned us against one another. And, and I and I think that. Um, God's allowing it to happen for a reason and he's going to do good things out of it but but we need to wake up and see what's actually happening.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's uh it's just it's just going to continue. Um but as far as uh you know future generations, if we can continue down this path, what does that mean for, you know, future generations and what do you think needs to be done to, you know, stop the spirit of the antichrist in America? And I think, you know, obviously You know, what we're doing now is a good start. And it's, you know, exposing the darkness, um, sharing the truth of Christ, and really, you know, allowing God to work through us and bring revival in this country. But if you want to elaborate on that a little bit, and, you know, what do you think, or, you know, where is America heading if we continue?
0: So, ultimately, we know that, you know, biblically, you know, prophecy, we know where all this, ultimately, we know where all this is headed. You know, all of this is headed towards the end times, um, a one-world government and a one-world economy, which will be the stage for the Antichrist, the person, to enter into. And it's going to be mass persecution. It's going to be people worshiping him, all all this craziness, right? But we don't know if that's this time or not. People probably thought the same thing when Hitler was trying to take over all of Europe. Right. Uh, People probably thought the same thing when Alexander the Great was conquering the world. Um, people probably thought the same thing um, with Mussolini, with you know, Saddam Hussein. There's always been these, if you want to call them, anti-Christ figures, you know, people that have stood against the things that Jesus are for and tried to take over the world. But it didn't happen. God, didn't, God stopped it. So we don't know if this is that right now. So I think what that means, you know, it might be headed there now. It might not be. But that doesn't give us reason to give up and roll over as the church and die and just say, you know, I've heard just a lot of Christians lately say, just we just gotta, you know, here we go, you know, just, no, not here we go, no, <laughs> now now is here we go, like let's let's get up, Look, God is awakening His church right now, right? He's exposing things and people are seeing like, whoa, dude, like this isn't right, like all these things that are happening, you know, God is awakening the sleeping giant that is His church, and I think we're primed for a third great awakening in our country and on this earth and so i think right now um for future generations if we don't act now it's lost but if we act now we have a chance to set the next generation and the following generations up for just beautiful things we have an opportunity this this is a season this is a window of opportunity right now in this season we're in to take back our country and make, yeah, like what the hat says, right? Make America great again. I, I still wear this hat because this isn't just about a person. Right. This isn't just about President Trump. This is about a movement to make this country what its founders believed it could be and what it became. And that's what we have an opportunity to do right now.
1: Absolutely. You got anything else for us this evening? <laughs> well,
0: um, I, I do have this. Um, and I'll finish up with this just on my end Um, I wrote a couple things down here Um, God over the past few months has been speaking two things to me I've heard two words over and over again and I've heard these words through other prophetic voices I've heard them through other um, faith people I've Mm. heard these two words over and over again on the news it just keeps coming up awake and expose, awaken, and expose. And so, what I believe, right? Because we talked about this, that God's allowing all this for a reason. What's the ultimate reason? There's probably a bunch of things, but I believe God's doing two things right now. He is exposing. If if President Trump would have just gotten elected, like we know that he did, um, he won the popular vote. If 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 he would have just gotten elected, and there have been no questions about it, we as the American people and as the church would not have known about the election fraud. We would not have known about um, our voting machines sending information to China and to other countries where they are then flipped and then sent back to the United States. We would not know um, about uh, Facebook's involvement, Twitter's involvement, the millions and millions of dollars that they gave... Uh, you know, to different things with, with with the campaign, we would not know about any of these things. Right? Okay, um, we would not have gotten to see the bomb go on go off in Nashville. We all forgot about that, where these voting machines were apparently sent. Uh, to a building in Nashville to be audited and it just happened to be that Nashville and not only just Nashville but that block and not only that block but in front of that building where these voting machines are being audited on that day it right. just happened to be that place where this bomb goes off and all of a sudden all of the electricity which you need to audit the machines and all of the internet which you need to audit the machines all that shuts down are you kidding me? Right. Right? right. We wouldn't have gotten to see that. Um, we wouldn't have gotten to see um, you know 20-some-odd thousand uh, troops go into D.C. completely shutting it down and, and protecting this inauguration. We've never seen that. We wouldn't get to see all these things. So God right now is allowing all this to happen to expose everything that was being done in darkness is now being brought, it's being forced out into the light. And I don't think the left gets it. I think they think they're getting away with it. But what's really happening is all the stuff that they've been doing behind the scenes all these years is now being forced by God into the light, into the public eye. And a lot of people are still blinded to it. We read in the Bible that um, those who do not believe are blinded by the enemy. So there are people blind to it. But a lot of Americans and a lot of the church is starting to see these things like, whoa, what is going on here? What is going on here? They're waking up. So God is exposing things. And as he is exposing things, the church and the american patriot is awakening.
1: All right, absolutely. And it's um you know it it's there's a probably a good portion of the united states that you know probably thinks we're nuts.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah and it, and people. it's
1: and it's you know it's it's a blessing that you know god says to take on the mind of christ. Yes. Um and you know the church has been praying to expose the darkness yeah to reveal the truth and you know we having the holy spirit have that um ability and that blessing to be able to see things for as they are absolutely to be able to see the truth to be able to expose the darkness and unfortunately a lot of the world's deceived they are and um you know can't see things as they are because you know like you said the media and everyone wants to cover up the truth yeah to push an agenda yeah but um you know, thankfully, we can see through those things, and hopefully, we oh, can yeah. continue to, you know, spread the word of Christ, um, continue to expose the lies of the enemy, yeah, and continue to, you know, be a witness to Christ.
0: Absolutely, and I, I'm not saying things aren't going to get bad. You know, we're already seeing, you know, uh, things that you know Joe Biden or you know is kind of signing executive orders on day one. Um, the things that he's signing into into law right now are not blatant, but the effects of them. Is the persecution of Christianity. As it is, yep. And so we might see that. I'm not saying that God's not just gonna save us from that. We might see that. But guys, we are primed. I really believe this, and some of the prophetic voices I'm listening to are saying this. We are primed for possibly the greatest spiritual revival that this world has ever seen. I mean, you think about like what we're doing right now. We got Facebook Live, we've got this podcast. Look at all the outlets that we have to spread the word right now. And you've got, like I said, the church and the American patriots waking up, seeing what's actually going on, seeing that our country has been stolen from us by communists, and saying, we're not going to take this anymore. We're standing up. This nation was founded on God. It became great for that purpose. And we're not going to let it be you know, stolen from us for our next generation. I have a two-year-old son. I am not... Going to allow what's happening right now to continue within my power for his generation. I'm not. And we've got, we, we are primed right now for the greatest awakening that this earth has ever seen for the glory of God. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, man.
1: Um, I loved it. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll have, uh, probably in the next week or two, um, we'll keep you guys posted when our next episode is. Yeah. And, uh, We will have upcoming a Testimony Tuesday.
0: Mm, Come on now.
1: And um, we will also be posting on Facebook. We will have a uh, Spotify uh, podcast that you guys can listen in on. And we will also have a YouTube channel coming up here
0: shortly. Come on.
1: So Have a good night, guys. Have a good night, guys. See you. This episode of Camp on the Hill is sponsored by LPMP Power Washing and Painting. We do custom that epoxy work to improve the yeah. quality yeah. and value <laughs> of your home. New garage floors, good, kitchen man. countertops, yeah. custom tables, and much more. We are only limited to our imagination. Find us on Google under LPMP Power Washing and Painting or Facebook under LPMP. We are proud to be serving the Cincinnati area. We immediately fell in love with the area when we moved here in 2019. Remember, you don't have to spend a fortune to give your kitchen or garage a fresh new look. And painting or power washing is in our name. We love what we do, and we love to help you get the home of your dreams. Call for a free estimate at 937-638-5369. Once again, that number is 937-638-5369. Mention Camp on the Hill and get 15% off any job. Oh, cool, man. How'd you feel?
0: Well, did you like
1: this episode of Camp on the Hill is sponsored by LPNP Power Washing and Painting. We do custom epoxy work to improve the quality and value of your home. New garage floors, kitchen countertops, custom tables and much more. We are only limited to our imagination. Find us on Google under LPNP Power Washing and Painting or Facebook under LPNP. We are proud to be serving the Cincinnati area. We immediately fell in love with the area when we moved here in 2019. Remember, you don't have to spend a fortune to give your kitchen or garage a fresh new look. And painting our power washing is in our name. We love what we do and we love to help you get the home of your dreams. Call for a free estimate at 937-638-5369. Once again, that number is 937-638-5369.
0: Mention Camp on the Hill and get 15% off any job.